The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. Bible prophecy foretells of an end-time emerging superpower that will dramatically change the world's governmental balance of power. The book of Revelation in your Bible calls this superpower the beast. Who is this beast? Apocalyptic symbols reveal exciting and yet shocking events leading almost to cosmicide, the end of the world at the end of this present age. Revelation 13 describes a beast with seven heads and ten horns rising out of the ocean. Revelation 17 describes a harlot riding a scarlet beast with seven heads and ten horns. What is the meaning of these mysterious symbols? My friends, they indicate a significant change in the world's balance of power. End-time prophetic events will affect the lives of every human being on earth, including you and me. You need to be prepared. You need to know more about the end-time beast of Revelation. Stay tuned. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. The book of Revelation in your Bible is one of the most important books ever written in the history of the world. Long-time viewers of Tomorrow's World have studied the symbols and the mysteries of this book, and they understand the sequence of end-time prophetic events. This apocalyptic book features the famous four horsemen of the apocalypse. The Beast of Revelation, the 13th chapter, has seven heads and ten horns. This beast rises out of the ocean. The scarlet beast of Revelation, the 17th chapter, has seven heads and ten horns and is ridden by a woman described as a harlot arrayed in purple and scarlet and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead a name was written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. The Apostle John, the author, states, I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. As we've explained in previous programs, these beasts represent a future European superpower that will surpass the power and prestige of the United States China, and Japan. On today's program, we'll examine these prophecies, and we'll be offering you an exciting free booklet titled, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon Coming Reality. Be sure to write down the phone number and address. You can also order this free booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. Just ask for the booklet on The Beast of Revelation. At the end of World War II, the United States was the world's undisputed superpower. The Western Allies, along with the Soviet Union, had conquered Adolf Hitler's Nazi Germany. Then the nuclear age began on August 6th and August 9th of 1945, when the United States dropped the first ever atomic bombs on the cities 
of Hiroshima and Nagasaki in Japan. A new era of mass destruction had begun. In 1949, the Soviet Union exploded its first nuclear bomb. And now at least nine nations are known to possess nuclear weapons. For the first time in the history of the world, mankind has the ability to destroy all life on planet Earth. Will we bring about our own Armageddon, our own cosmocide? My friends, let's read what the Bible says about Armageddon. In the book of Revelation or the Apocalypse, if you have your Bible, turn to Revelation 16. The beast of Revelation represents a powerful empire. This superpower will join other forces in the Middle East for the final battle between good and evil. That battle is often referred to as the Battle of Armageddon. Here we read in Revelation 16 that evil forces, incited by the beast and the false prophet, gather the kings of the earth. They gather them together at Megiddo, or Armageddon. Revelation 16 and verse 12. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up, so that the way of the kings from the east might be prepared. The kings of the east move westward across the Euphrates to join other forces. Look on any world map and see where the Euphrates River is located. It begins in Turkey, passes through Syria, then through Iraq to the Persian Gulf. And what nations lie east of the Euphrates? Those nations include Iran, India, and China. Now notice in verse 16 where the kings of the earth gather. Verse 16, And they gathered them together to the place called in Hebrew Armageddon. Just what is Armageddon? The word Armageddon is a transliteration of the original Hebrew Har-Megiddo, which means the hill of Megiddo or the mountain of Megiddo. Megiddo is located about 55 miles north of Jerusalem in Israel. In ancient times, it guarded the main trade route between Egypt and Damascus. It also overlooks the largest plain in Israel, the Valley of Jezreel, as it's called in the Bible, or the Plain of Ezralon. The Old Testament records several major battles that took place here. These powerful armies will gather at Megiddo. As we've seen, one of those great ruling powers is called the beast. What does this beast symbolize? Turn in your Bible to Revelation, the 17th chapter. Here the Apostle John describes this beast. This beast has seven heads and ten horns, and a harlot is pictured riding this beast. My friends, let's understand. The book of Revelation contains many symbols, but we don't have to guess or speculate concerning the meaning of these heads and horns. The Bible interprets the Bible, as we'll see. The Apostle John sees this beast in vision, and he sees a woman riding the beast, Revelation 17, verse 3. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. What is the meaning of these seven heads and ten horns? The following verses give the answer, Revelation 17 and verse 9. Here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, and the other is not yet come. 
And when he comes, he must continue a short time. The beast that was and is not is himself also the eighth and is of the seven and is going to perdition. The ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as kings with the beast. When will this beast appear on the world scene? We only have to read Revelation 17, verse 14. These will make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb will overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and those who are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. The Lamb is the Messiah, Jesus Christ. He will come to this earth to save it from total cosmicide. The time setting is for the future. The seventh revival of the beast is just ahead of us. This beast will even fight against Christ at his second coming. And who is this superpower beast? We'll answer that question in the next part of the program. But first I'd like to offer you our exciting free booklet titled, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon Coming Reality. This booklet will help you understand not only the beast as described in the book of Revelation, but the same superpower described as a beast in Daniel, the seventh chapter. Nebuchadnezzar's image of Daniel, the second chapter, also predicts this end-time superpower. You need to understand these major prophecies discussed in Daniel 2, Daniel 7, Revelation 13, and 17. To help you understand these major prophecies, we have a chart in our free booklet that compares the characteristics of these visions. The first column describes the image of Daniel 2. The second column describes the four beasts of Daniel 7. The third column describes the seven-headed beast of Revelation 13. The fourth column describes the harlot riding the scarlet beast of Revelation 17. The final two columns of this chart give you the symbolic meaning and the historic fulfillment. This free booklet is titled, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon-Coming Reality. Many Bible students have tried in vain to identify this mysterious beast. Who is it? And who is the woman who rides the beast? Our exciting free booklet on the beast answers these questions. So just pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy. Just ask for the booklet on the Beast of Revelation. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org, or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. In the first part of our program, 
We saw that Bible prophecy reveals the end-time events leading up to World War III and Armageddon. The beast power will control the Middle East and become prosperous. Revelation 13 reveals just how powerfully this military and political force rules over many nations. The Apostle John writes in Revelation 13 and verse 1, Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. This beast will be a great military power with technologically advanced space-age weapons. Its power will dominate for just 42 months or three and one-half years, as it tells us here in verse 5. And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. My friends, God is warning all of us to avoid submitting to this blasphemous power. Who is this great beast? As we've explained in previous programs, the book of Daniel reveals through Nebuchadnezzar's dreams the sequence of world-ruling empires continuing until the end of the world or the end of this age. Turn in your Bible to Daniel, the second chapter. Nebuchadnezzar's famous image gives us both biblical and historical evidence of the four world ruling empires. King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream that troubled him. The prophet Daniel was called before the king and proceeded to describe the great image in the king's dream. Daniel 2 and verse 31. You, O king, were watching, and behold a great image. This great image, whose splendor was excellent, stood before you, and its form was awesome. This image's head was of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. You watched while a stone was cut out without hands, which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. What empires or kingdoms did this image symbolize? Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar that the head of gold represented him and his empire, the Babylonian Empire. That's in chapter 2 and verse 38. What world-ruling empires followed? The head of gold represented the Babylonian Empire from 625 to 539 B.C. This empire was replaced by the Medo-Persian Empire from 558 to 330 B.C., represented by the chest and arms of silver. The belly and thighs of bronze represented the Greco-Macedonian Empire of Alexander the Great from 333 to 31 B.C. The two legs of iron represented the Roman Empire from 31 B.C. to 476 A.D. And finally, the ten toes on two feet of iron mixed with ceramic clay 
represent a future revival of the Roman Empire. Some Bible commentators have plainly identified the Beast of Revelation as the Roman Empire. This includes the new Catholic edition of the Holy Bible translated from the Latin Vulgate, generally called the Dewey Reims Version. It makes this comment concerning the Beast of Revelation 17.11. Quote, The beast spoken of here seems to be the Roman Empire, as in chapter 13. End of quote. In other words, both the Beast of Revelation 17 and the Beast of Revelation 13 represent the Roman Empire. This Catholic Bible also comments concerning Revelation 13.1 as follows. Quote, the picture of the first beast is based on the seventh chapter of Daniel. This beast is the figure of kingdoms of the world, kingdoms founded on passion and selfishness, which in every age are antagonistic to Christ and seek to oppress the servants of God. Imperial Rome represents this power. End of quote. Yes, even the Dewey Reims Bible admits to the identity of the beast. My friends, Bible prophecy reveals that a great superpower will arise in Europe, and it will be a revival of the Roman Empire. This great power will be political, military, and economic. You can read about its economic power in Revelation chapter 18. The current European Union aspires to hold all three dimensions of that power. Will it or its successor achieve that power? Right now, Germany is the leading nation in Europe while many of the other 26 EU nations are struggling. As we pointed out on previous programs, God will once again use the end-time descendants of Assyria, the nation of Germany, in punishing his people, the modern descendants of the ancient house of Israel, the American and British descended peoples. The European Union is headquartered in Brussels, Belgium. Its parliament provides translators for dozens of languages similar to the United Nations. In 2007, Bulgaria and Romania were admitted to the European Union, bringing it to 27 nations. The euro is its central currency, but the United Kingdom continues to use its own currency, the British pound sterling. Nine other EU nations use their own currency instead of the euro. As we saw earlier, Daniel's prophecy revealed that Europe's final ten-nation confederation, prophesied in Revelation 17, will be a symbolic combination of feet partly of iron and partly of clay. Daniel was describing a weak unity that will last only for a relatively short time. Even now, we're seeing how hard it is for the Europeans to remain united, as Bible prophecy foretells. Watch for a reorganization or a reconfiguration of the current European Union, and watch for the development of a strong core of nations that will eventually consolidate governmental power in Europe. Those of you who remember the Depression leading up to World War II know the poverty many nations experienced. Even in the 1923 financial crisis, the German Deutschmark lost so much value that it would take a wheelbarrow full of currency just to buy one loaf of bread. One trillion paper marks equaled one gold mark. Even in our modern era, nations such as Zimbabwe have experienced skyrocketing inflation and have even issued a $10 billion note and the shocking $100 trillion note. 
Will a future economic crisis lead the way for a European strongman and dictator? My friends, you need to watch developments in Europe. Bible prophecy predicts the rise of a superpower force called the beast. That beast will produce wealth and prosperity for all who compromise with its evil ways. But God tells us to be wary of this Babylonian system. He tells us in Revelation 18 and verse 4, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. You need to understand prophetic trends and events. What will happen to the beast? Will this power prevail, or will God punish this system? What does your Bible reveal? We'll answer that question in the final part of our program. But first, to help you in your study of Bible prophecy, I'd like to offer you this exciting, revealing free booklet, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon-Coming Reality. This booklet will give you the biblical and historic information you need to understand the beast described in Revelation and Daniel. The beast in Revelation is identified by a mysterious mark. You need to understand the mark of the beast. The beast is also identified by a number, 666. What's the meaning of this number? And who is the woman who rides the beast? Our free booklet will give you the answers. There's no cost or obligation, so pick up the telephone right now and request your free copy. Just ask for the booklet titled, The Beast of Revelation. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org, or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. On today's program, we've discussed the amazing prophecies concerning the beast of Revelation. The prophecies of Daniel and Revelation harmonize. We've seen that these prophecies have come to pass and are now coming to pass. The Axis powers of Germany and Italy during World War II represented the sixth of seven revivals of the ancient Roman Empire. Now the seventh revival is beginning to emerge. But there is good news, my friends. The final worldly kingdoms represented by Nebuchadnezzar's great image will all come to an end. They will all be replaced by what is called the fifth kingdom, the coming kingdom of God. The stone that destroyed the image represents the coming kingdom of God. Daniel describes its meaning in chapter 2 and verse 44. And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed.
and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Yes, the kingdom of God will replace all worldly kingdoms. Revelation 19 describes the final battle between Christ and the worldly military powers. Christ will return as King of kings and Lord of lords. Then the beast of the false prophet will meet their punishment. Revelation 19 and verse 19. And I saw the beast, the kings of the earth, and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army. Then the beast was captured, and with him the false prophet who worked signs in his presence, by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. These two were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone, and the rest were killed with a sword which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. We all pray for God's kingdom to come. Until then, you need to know the sequence of prophetic events leading up to the shocking end-time events that are ahead. Our free booklet, The Beast of Revelation, will help you understand specific Bible prophecies revealed in your Bible. My friends, will you be deceived? Remember the warning of Revelation, the 13th chapter? The false prophet who supports the beast will perform amazing false miracles in order to deceive billions of people. Revelation 13 and verse 13. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. My friends, you need God's guidance and protection in the dangerous days, months, and years ahead. Jesus instructs all of us in Matthew 6.33 to set spiritual priorities for our lives, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. May God bless you in seeking his truth in your own Bible. He will then help you prepare for the future and the peace of tomorrow's world when the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ, will rule all nations under the kingdom of God. Be sure to request your free copy of this exciting and revealing booklet, The Beast of Revelation, Myth, Metaphor, or Soon-Coming Reality. And be sure to join us every week on Tomorrow's World. Roderick Meredith and I will continue to share with you the good news of God's coming kingdom and the exciting prophetic events leading up to the return of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. We invite you to join our colleagues, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will also share with you the awesome truths of the Bible, the deeper meaning of life, and the prophecies of tomorrow's world. Be sure to join us again next week right here at the same time. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.